Welcome to Pastor's Chat. Well, what a joy to come to you again and share one of the greatest messages that's ever been shared in the human language, and that's the message of God's love. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever would believe in Him would not perish but have everlasting life. Well, that's what Paul concludes chapter 13 with, with two major thoughts. The first one is, if we are going to have a right relationship with God, with others, with our enemies, and even with the state, with the government, it all boils down to this. And he then tells us, oh, no one anything. This is in verse 8. Except to love each other. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments... You shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in this word, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. And so Paul, he basically goes back and quotes some of the Ten Commandments about not doing evil or wrong to your neighbor. Don't covet his things, don't kill, don't murder, and don't steal from him. And my friend, he says, when you love them with the heart that God loves you with, you will fulfill the law. You actually, actually, the law, remember we've talked about it already, was like a schoolmaster. It proved to us that we are sinners. That's what Paul said back in earlier chapters here in Romans. And we are sinners. We can't keep the law. We fall short of the glory of God. That's what sin is. We fall short. Why? Every one of us has broken the Ten Commandments. But how can we fulfill them? Because of God's love. We experience God's love. Then we can pour out God's love. I always picture, I've said this a million times, I think, over my years of ministry, I've always pictured how that God has this great reservoir, endless, limitless reservoir of love. And then He poured that love out on us. And then we take that reservoir of love and let it flow through us to the world around us, giving them what they don't deserve, like God gave us His love, His mercy, His grace, when we didn't deserve it. And when we do that, something takes place. And so He says, don't owe anyone, anyone, anything. But here it is, owe the debt of love. And because you'll always owe that debt. You'll never pay back the debt of God's love, in other words. And so you love your neighbors yourself. And you might say, well, who is my neighbor? Well, I'm convinced, according to the story of the Good Samaritan, where the lawyer asked Jesus, who is my neighbor? And Jesus told the story about the man who was on his way down from Jerusalem and he fell among thieves and they robbed him and they beat him up and they left him in the ditch half dead. And the priest and the Levite came back, came by and they said, oh goodness, what's mine is mine, I'm going to keep it. The thieves have said, what's thine is mine, I'm going to get it. And then <laughs> the good Samaritan came by and he went over where he was. He picked him up, put him on his animal and took him to the inn and paid for him to be fixed up and said, I'll pay whatever it costs. Let me know next time I'm coming through. He took care of him. He said, what is mine is thine and I'll give it. He helped the man. Jesus said, this is the man that was a neighbor 
to the man who got beat up in the ditch. You know what that means? The person closest to you that has a need is your neighbor. And God wants you to give them his love. And sometimes they're not easy to give love to because they're treating you in a way that, well, you wouldn't particularly like. But you know what you do? You reach up into God's reservoir of great love, the mercy he gave to you, and you extend it to them. You say a kind word. You do a kind deed. And I'm telling you, my friend, when you do that, you'll do your neighbor no harm. You'll do him any. You'll do him all the good you could ever do him because you give him God himself. Now, Paul is taking all these things and putting it together in this. Love your neighbor because you love God. You will love your neighbor. Well, my friend, what a great message for you and me today. And I trust that you will take heed to this message and you'll say, God, I want your love. I want to experience your love if you never experienced it. And right now receive that love through Jesus Christ. And then you give that love. You pass that love. The love of God through the Holy Spirit is passed on through our hearts. In Romans 8, as we learn, to the world around us. Well, God bless you and you have a wonderful, wonderful day.